on today's episode of Strike Gold. We are here with Netanel and Ron from Community talking about marketing hacks they use to grow their bootstrap company, Twitter marketing, and we talk about how to use brand advocacy to grow your company. Listening to Strike Gold with Jonathan Kahn and Roy Provarjic. And today we have some special, special, special guests. All right, so we got Netanel Baruch and we got Ron Flower. <laughs> almost. <laughs> Sorry, almost, I, what was almost. it? Um, wait. You can uh, do it. You can do it. Come on. Mar- you know it. Margiliot? Yeah! I'm a big boy! <laughs> No, but seriously, that's uh, yeah. It means flower, so I I got a pass. Anyway, no, it's, it's a type of flower. It doesn't mean flower. It means yeah. it means a type if of flower. If you're using our podcast to learn to improve your Hebrew skills, then don't listen at all. You've chosen <laughs> the wrong podcast. And a lot of people do, by the way. Uh, yeah, they're just we are, we are huge in the Jewish community trying to learn Hebrew in school. <laughs> I would say that we're trying to teach English to people because I think a lot of the people who are listening are like, oh, what is that word? Margaliot. Um, <laughs> Margaliot. Yeah. It's like, it's like Google it, people. Google it's it. an exotic Mike. flower, just like Ron. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my, guys. My kid, my kid has this thing where she goes and is like, uh, do you know how do you say it? And she's like, we're in Hebrew and English. And I'm like, no, how, how do you say it? She says like the exact same thing. In Hebrew, and I'm like, no, Does that's that not how you, you say it. And she said, and she's like, no, no, that's how I'm gonna say it from now. Like, yeah, but it's not how you say it. But I want to, so I'm gonna say it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, my kids now do the same kind of thing where they're like, <laughs> and I'm like, I-, I decide for my own body. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just asked you to go clean up your room. <laughs> I decide for my own body what it's doing. I'm like, yeah, well, your body's gonna end up in punishment if it's done clean up the room. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can say one thing at least that now Michael Jackson is not a threat. Anymore. Yeah, that's so right. That we stopped it. It's cold. So they were like, that's called the Michael Jackson course. They do it at every uh, kindergarten. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, doesn't matter what pop song he wrote, he's not allowed to do that. That's right. Don't I, li- I love it how it we can matter. offend so many audiences in such in a like short three term. seconds. <laughs> what have we been on for less than two minutes? Yeah, two minutes. We offended uh, kids, kids lovers. Michael Jackson fans. That's right. The Hebrew language. The Wait, Hebrew I didn't even language. mention the flower fans. The flower fans. Uh, people <laughs> no, learning no, in the Hebrew flower school. fans are excited about the exotic flower they're going to figure out about later, okay? <laughs> There's somebody right now. You know what we want to learn? You know what I want to do? Exotic yeah, flower. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. For sure. And he's, dying, he's trying to fucking do content curation for his social media channels, <laughs> for his small, medium business. Well, you know what, Roy? He's a flower shop. I'm going to do the Boston, right thing. And right now he's publishing a post I'm about Twitter because we mentioned the I'm going to do that. <laughs> I'm going to do the right thing, Roy, okay? I'm going to take Ron's face and I'm going to cut it and stick it on a flower and put it on Google, okay? And tag it, all right? He's going to find the flower. <laughs> all right, well, okay, guys. So, well, he, so this he is will. the action item. He will. Okay. Action. Now that we know that only the people who are really want to listen to the episode are in because everybody else must have left so much. Yeah, absolutely. So we're talking to you now. <laughs> this, is, this is how we do personalized podcasting. You make sure nobody else wants to listen to you. You figure We out filtered out the riffraff. The, 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 the riffraff. The, the riffraff, yeah, the riffraff. Isn't that a word, riffraff? Yeah, it's yeah. Cool. We just got the, now you're, you're the diamonds in the rough, okay? <laughs> yeah. You guys are the diamonds. Shine bright. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, this episode is sponsored by Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> Shine bright like a diamond. <laughs> this is not Rihanna. <laughs> no, is it? Oh, it's Sia, no? Sia. Sia wrote it, Rihanna sings it. 
Really? Mm. I, don't, I don't know. I trust Roy because he has a musical background. I don't like <laughs> I don't, anything. He can say I, anything. I, I, I'm not sure that you guys are aware to the amount of pop songs that you know that Sia actually wrote. I don't know. Like Ed Sheeran kind of thing, it. where every song was written by him ever. No, <laughs> even before he was born. Is, is You're like, like, what the fuck? How do you get a song? Isn't there? Ed Sheeran about every song? Is Ed Sheeran, but they all kind of sound the same. Yeah, they have, no, that's yeah. his songs. But when he gives it to like, what's it called, Taylor Swift? It sounds just a little different. <laughs> isn't again? Is it, I, I always thought that Taylor Swift is Ed Sheeran. <laughs> they are. <laughs> Aren't they the same person? Just like t- trying mass. to target different demographics? Yes. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're not going to make it with like the teenage audience. Just put on the wig. Yeah. I don't want to be Taylor. You're Taylor today. <laughs> today is your Taylor day. Yeah. All right. So we should probably ask you guys, <laughs> who are you? And get to know you. Let people people know the greatness that you guys are doing. Yeah. So um, how, how the fuck did you get in? <laughs> <laughs> the dome was open. The door was open. Oh. That's how we choose guests, by the yeah, way. Yeah. So the door was open. Like, push yeah. the door? Push the door. You're a guest on our yeah. next podcast. <laughs> push the door, guest. Pull the door. Look at ah, the restroom. Actually, this is exactly what, what happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is exactly what happened. So the thing is that our podcasting room is right next to the bathroom in a co working space. So basically, every, every time somebody wanders here instead of the bathroom, we say, like, You're an entrepreneur. Okay, come on. How badly do you need to go? Come yeah. with me. <laughs> yeah. This is why some episodes are shorter because it's basically the amount of time somebody can it's hold how it. How long you can hold it, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, hey guys, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Um, thank you for having us. I just want to mention that they brought us a nice, cool, very gift, a uh, very cool gift of whiskey. So this is my basically. This is maybe. Whiskey. Whiskey. Bushmill. Uh, Bushmill. We don't get sponsored, so we're just saying. General whiskey. With the real Irish flavor. Is it Irish? Yeah. The real it's Irish flavor from the country. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. <laughs> but if you want, we'll sponsor you. Sponsor us and we'll do the ad. Let's do this. Yeah. Okay, so we are 100 minutes into the episode. We never said your name right now. So, uh, okay. So, um, so, first of all, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, we're going to cut the entire beginning of this episode. <laughs> and we're going to start from this. For, thank you for joining us. Uh, okay, so tell us a little bit about yourself and the company you, bo- you built. Okay, so uh, first of all, uh, my name is Natanales uh, Jonathan Say. I'm from Community. Community uh, basically is a platform for SMB that help them grow on Twitter and uh, get a business result on Twitter. Okay, what do you mean with like leads and stuff like that or? Lead and stuff like that, but it's kind of, you know, we help them how to achieve their goals. We help them to really understand what is Twitter, how to behave in Twitter. Most of our customers come from the States and they're from UK. This is the main, you know, stream. Yeah. Wait, I want to stop for a second before we go to comment because Rand did not mention, like, who is. You also, by the way, didn't mention who you are. You just said, we have a computer and you just, like, ran through what Mm -hmm. the company does. You're right. Because okay, he is the company. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. So, I'm Ran Margaliot, not Margaliot. Ran uh, uh, 36, married plus four from Ashdod. We covered the all You're kids. A survivor. Yeah, I'm a survivor. I'm a survivor. I'm, I'm awake from like 4 a.m., so, so bear with me. Uh, so, this I'm. This is uh, lunchtime. Yeah, this is, this, I came here to like fill uh, sleeping hours. Like for me, I'm yeah, resting yeah. now. So when you have it's a padded kids. room. Let's yeah. be when you have four kids, it's like everything else that you do is not being with your kids. That's like resting. It's that's like easy. It's like deployment. Fuck yeah, that. Like, yeah. This is the truth. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to reserve or something. Yeah, yeah sure. We have I'm to work like, yay! <laughs> Sweet! Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, I'm the technical co founder of Community. Uh, as Netana mentioned, uh, we are three founders mm-hmm. uh, myself, uh, Sharel Omar, who is also the CEO of the company, 
and Itamar Ogel is based in the state, in San Francisco. Uh, that's why then you know how to use Twitter because it's there he's yeah. like, that's what people are doing with the platform yeah, yeah, that's what people are doing in the US yeah. yeah so yeah so Twitter we mainly Twitter focus but we provide uh, products around social media mm-hmm. uh, we've been around for like seven years uh, we are bootstrap startup haven't okay. raised any money a bit of friends and family along the way um, and that's about it we have two main products and I think that being first of all I think being a bootstrap company yeah. is like seven years that's already like a huge win yeah. absolutely because I think bootstrapping in this day and age is so fucking hard yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and I'm guessing you evolved the product you pivoted you changed you did a bunch of stuff along the way and so I think like if there was an audience I would say around of applause for bootstrapping for seven years yeah um, so okay so let's let's talk a little bit about community how exactly do you help businesses or SMBs Okay, so like to better understand, we have two main products. Like our first main product is a product that we mainly invested in in the first five years or so. It's a product that aims towards small and medium-sized businesses, and mainly in the U.S. market. And from them, we help uh, uh, grow their business using social media, either Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have around uh, 700,000 businesses who currently use that product. And in the last year or so, we've launched a new product called Community 360, which aims more for bigger brands who help them manage their brands on social, specifically on Twitter, like for big brands, corporates, and stuff like that. For what stuff, like, for example? So if we're talking about the new product, Community 360, it... It gives like four main values to the to the company. Like first of all, is never missing the mention. Like getting all of the stuff that people talk about you, specifically on Twitter. We're gonna talk That's about a little bit why. Like like a, but really high end monitoring tool. Like mm-hmm. capture what's the direct mentions, indirect mention, what they talk about you, your competitors, everything. Bringing all into the system. Mm-hmm. The next thing is enable like the entire team, like big teams. Uh, work and manage the process, making sure every status is either replied or reviewed or being handled in some way. The third thing is management visibility. We have deep technology around AI, NLP, and stuff like that to really mm-hmm. understand what's the sentiment, what are people talking about, and other related features. And the fourth thing that kind of sprung into the news lately is uh, the entire risk factor in social, all the fake news and stuff like that, uh, which might affect your brand. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about this because this is actually really big in the news for yeah. a while, like the fake news feature. Uh, so t- tell us a little bit more because fake news is like a whole big thing, both in politics and in business. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us a little bit, a bit more about like how... like. What's your angle on this? Sure. So so we're doing two things. Obviously, especially here in Israel, towards the elections, fake news became a thing. We've seen a lot of acts of uh, all sorts of uh, uh, actors, both from within Israel and from outside of Israel, trying to affect like the public discourse and trying to promote certain agenda using bots and other fake accounts, pushing fake news. Uh, so we're doing it we are trying to help uh, clear the public discourse, but we also see it affect companies and brands. Like, like the, the best example that we have, in somewhere in mid-2018 in the U.S., uh, someone put up a website saying that the latest AMD chip, AMD, the, no. the chip company, has a security flaw, and they use a complete bot network to start pushing that narrative. 
and uh, they tried to push it towards reporters, like traditional reporters. Right. Some of the reporters didn't do their homework right and start publishing this story as their own. And this actually affected the AMD stock for a few days. Yeah. So it yeah. lowered the stock till AMD got a hang of it and issued a counter PR. That was fake news. Like that was completely fake news, completely amazing. fake news. And we see a lot of different acts surrounding companies from fake accounts that are pretending to be your company or your CEO or your other C-level companies. From Those are usually competitors trying to kind of harm your company. Who? So like, when you talk about fake news, somebody has to have like a, a bad... Or a bad or a positive intent because you can do both things. Yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. So when you see like a campaign like that, somebody coming out saying AMD is flawed, they have a security flaw, mm -hmm. who would usually do those campaigns? Is it competitors? Just like, so, what's it? So you don't, especially us, we're, we're mainly trying to monitor and like give mm -hmm. the companies all the tools to, to cope with the situation, but we don't actually know who's actually behind it. Like for me, it could be someone who has an, an interest in lowering the stock. It could be a competitor. It basically could be anyone. Um, by the way, another example that we've seen, and this is part of the, the information that Twitter released from the entire Russian interference with the, with the US election, is it also affects like media. For example, the recent Star Wars movies. Have you seen No. Hans? It's a good one. No. Uh, Hans is good? Yeah. I didn't see it. Solo? I like it. I, I have to say I'm that more excited I, about the I, I Disney to, uh, area that they're opening up that they keep giving like hints to. Seems really cool. The whole world of Star Wars in Disney. I have to tell you the truth that I'm not, I'm not really a huge Star Wars fan. Oh, oh. oh the geeks Get the now. fuck out of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're no, going no, to like, record. This is Trigo with Jonathan Khan. <laughs> Jonathan Khan. And that's it. And some fucker who doesn't like Star Wars. <laughs> it's not that I don't like it. I just, I, 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 I don't get the hype. So let me come back to yeah. so Star Wars, mix. Star Wars, fake news, Star Wars. No, so yeah. so like news, that's fake news. No, yeah. no, no. no, no. So there's research like, like on Twitter, like something like thirty percent of the negative uh, reviews about Star Wars were for fake bots and uh, troll farms and stuff like that. Seriously, and Roy, and Roy, I'm with you. I'm with you. God damn them. Yeah. But but that, no, but I hate that. You know why? Because it's like it really does happen that sometimes you go to see a movie and you already heard so many people say, oh, yeah. everyone on the internet saying it's shit yeah. everyone's saying it's great and you're just going to the movie and you're like listen but I feel it was eh but everyone <laughs> else is saying it's amazing I must have missed something yeah it's amazing it's the king yeah, with the yeah, yeah, absolutely. In, the, in, the, in the movie industry <laughs> you know that uh, no but in the movie industry there's a thing where like after a movie is released like the, four, the first like 12 hours people start tweeting about it that's the most crucial hours for a movie yeah. because if just people go to a movie they tweet shit about it for like the next 12 hours the movie is done that's it yeah uh, and that, that's like a huge so, thing. So what we need to do is the opposite of fake news. I'm guessing pro fake news to combat the negative fake news. Okay, okay. I don't think you get it. The fake is no, not I'm the fact it. that it's bad. The fake news is not real. <laughs> Look at the fake God, news. They didn't go to the movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, now I understand. Fake news. It's, basically <laughs> it's basically Roy. Um, didn't go to the movie and he already hates it. The main problem with fake news, there are researchers about it. Fake news are seventy more likely as a seventeen chance more likely to get reshared because of fact, usually yeah. there. More, the narrative there is stronger. Yeah, because because the idea with when you create okay, so um, when you create fake news, you do two things. Once one, you create an article, you know, people are gonna resonate with. Yeah. yeah. So because you can tweak the truth to whatever are you want you it to be. Seeing the same future as I'm seeing. You know those movies where they have like the guy who hacks into something and then the company ends up like bringing him in and, and you know employing him. Yeah. yeah. So this is it. We're gonna employ 
fake news people to be our content. But those people. are bots, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, whoever like set up a lot. So yeah. whatever, set up a bot for my like, great don't idea for big companies. <laughs> I'm just saying, we can reverse <laughs> I, this, start looking for the bad guys, <laughs> and bring them on. So, so to be honest, I was involved in a few uh, kind of sketchy campaigns, political I campaigns. I say like some fake news. So, so now how it usually goes, like the fake news. <laughs> because basically, when you do fake news, you do like an article that you know yeah. that you you, you want to focus on a specific tone or emotion, yeah. and then you set it out into into the wild, targeting the people who. Like, would resonate with the most. So, like in Israel, a big example you see is like uh, Tamar Zandberg, which is an Israeli yeah. left wing politician. Mm-hmm. And you put like somebody publishes like an article, like she visited a terrorist house or a funeral or whatever, and that's fake news. And then they'll post it and they will like target all the people who are like right winged because they want to share it. It's like, see who she is, this is what she does. Whatever. <laughs> That's the ghost. That was of, our orchestra. That's the ghost of tomorrow. We actually got an orchestra <laughs> playing live yeah. for us during this the ghost podcast. Of the West. Uh, no, so, so you do that. So you yeah. do that article, which is like very strong emotion to that yeah. audience, and they see it, and then it kind of blows and, out. Yeah, and what we see, you also employ like uh, the, the network effect. Like you, right. you create a lot of fake accounts that try to look real and yeah. try to push it. So yeah. like uh, multi accounts, not be like from one account that right. really spreads something. It's like you know when you talk about bots, it's multi peoples real people look like real people that push one thing push right. one agenda and then you see many people that say okay it's right you don't need to check it because all right. of the people already talk about that yeah and in these days what I think is interesting is that you can actually lie people will know you're lying but if the lie is good enough is entertaining yeah. enough yeah. or fits with somebody ideology they will take it yeah. in politics you can see it like there's like a website like how yeah. many times Trump lies a minute yeah. And nobody cares that the fact that it's like not a fact. When journalists see it, this is the dan- gen- uh, this is the dangerous thing. Because they see it and they want yeah. to, to cover it. Yeah. Boom. And they yeah, and then they kind of make and it this, make it real. Yeah, it's absolutely. Like, if you see it in like the New York Times or whatever real publication, but, oh, they wrote about it, and they and they usually the apology is never as loud as the real story. That's like the, true. The That's story. true. I feel like we should jump into something else because I'm already like I'm already on the fake news thing. I'm like yeah. You know what? Content used to be like valuable, and you had to get it into a book. It means you had to go through all these people to get it out there. Now, with marketing content, and I'm sorry to say this because I, as a marketer, most of the stuff we put out is just to get to some sort of like lead or to do some sort of SEO, whatever. So we put out a whole bunch of like rubbish content, and then there's some really good one that's good, but there's a lot of rubbish content. And now we have completely fake content, <laughs> which is just like we've just taken it all the way to the end, but. Nonetheless, we should probably jump to somewhere else because we're going to get the whole fake news thing. Yeah. Um, okay. So, fake, okay. so stop, about, stop to talk okay. about fake news. No, because yeah. I know. Just like I'm because saying, we can't has an agenda. Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm writing content. No, I'm saying, no. <laughs> no, I'm saying that like there's the, the fake news thing is just like an endless spiral. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. We all understand that there's it exists. So, wait, 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 wait. Say, so let's say, so, so but, but what I do want to know is that, okay, so let's say you spotted something that's like fake news against a brand or a company or whatever. Like, how do you help them out? Like, what, what do you do? Yeah, so, the, like, the first thing is actually spotting it. So, you need to know there's something, because sometimes a lot of these things go under the radar and stuff like that. So, we, since we monitor all dimensions of your brand, we know when there's a spike. And then we start giving you, like, all the information, like, who are the people who are pushing it, who are the accounts, what, what the common grounds, what content they're actually pushing, and you give you all the information you need in order to to tackle it, and you know, like give the give the counter mm-hmm. counter PR to to manage the fake news. 
So this is something. Okay. And again, when we're talking about risk, it's not only fake news, as I mentioned. It could be fake accounts. It could be bot armies who are trying to like mess with your brands and stuff like that. So also your representative need to know when they are replying to someone, is it someone real or is it a troll or right. just a bot or something? Somebody pulling you into like bad yeah. Yeah. or pulling you into like When you know direction. what is it, you know how to respond to it. Right. And it's super, to, super important to, to really get better understanding of what is it. First yeah. of all, for everything. That's amazing because because I remember when brand monitoring was like a huge thing and now there's like the evolution of this. Is yeah, like, absolutely. It's like, it's, absolutely. It's like how do you handle evolution. the attack in a way? Yeah. Like, because it used to be like, okay, I got a bad review. What do I do with it online? And there was like a protocol for this. But now, yeah. basically, there are people who are looking to harm you like in a almost automatic way. Mm-hmm. It's more automatic. It's more real time. And also, usually when stuff like that happens and not necessarily like malicious attacks sometimes you do like a big marketing campaign and it backfires and you yeah. get like you find yourself in the middle of a shit or something you need to have the ability like to to monitor everything then like clear all the noises and these are the main players who are pushing the right. the narrative this is the narrative they're talking about this is your answers they are not answering they're not matching yeah. each other yeah that's a weird question it might be possible no one knows the answer to this but like is there an actual punishment for doing something like this like, if I go out no, and I create no, bots you, and whatever to fuck up someone's stock. Well, I, I guess that it, no, I, guess which it, I could actually buy it. I guess that if you find who the source is and you can yeah. go and, like, you can uh, you can sue them for slang, you, you can sue them for, like, uh, I don't know, um, Yeah, but it's kind of funny because you can't, word. there's, like, a limit to that. Because if I go on freaking, on my Twitter and I say, wow, Netflix sucks, blah, 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 they're having an issue, there's a bug, Right. And no, I was first, wrong. First, no, no, wait. There's a difference. I think I think that if you just tweeted something that is wrong versus you having 5,000 bots tweeting yeah. like that. Yeah, this is a, a huge feature. But if yeah. you're an influencer and you do that, yeah, no, then no, it's almost again, equal. I, no, but if you're an influencer and you got it wrong, then there's a conversation. No, there's a conversation. Like, I think when you talk about fake news and when you talk about these things, you talk about it at scale when you talk about it as... Uh, wait, there's a... What's her name? Kylie uh, Jenner. She had a thing also. She like With wrote the Fire something. Island thing. No, she did something else. It was not not the uh, Kendall, the Kylie, the younger one. She did something that impacted Snapchat. No, she that's it. I remember now. She like oh, yeah, posted she said, something. Like, uh, fuck Snapchat. Yeah, I'm fuck Snapchat. I'm done with this. And then it made a massive impact. Right. But that's her opinion. She can that's say right. What she wants. But you know, theoretically, if I create a bot that's just going to shoot out all these different negative things, it might be my opinion that their company sucks. But you can, I'm wondering, like, how does this legal thing, like, there has to be some sort of, like, First of all, I think it's, an, it's such a new uh, area that there's yeah. no, like, the, 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 nobody knows exactly what to do about this. Wait, I'm going to attack but, so many but, people but no, I, I think, I think <laughs> I'm going to go to the bot store, I'm going to buy some bots, I'm going to start attacking people. By the way, this I, entire yeah. sphere is changing, like, in the last year. Like, the platform itself, Twitter and Facebook, after the U.S. elections and all the backfires with their Russian interference, they've done, like, massive... Uh, policy changes so yeah. so even if you just want to raise your own but just one profile saying uh, <coughs> constantly the same thing it's against the policy so so it's uh, oh, nice okay. so but you know I want to expand a little bit on, on this um, because Twitter has huge opportunities for brands and companies that I think um uh, you know what? I even see big companies, U.S. companies, that are kind of mistreating Twitter and how they use it. I think, first of all, Twitter yeah, as a company is getting a raw deal because uh, the metrics or the things they're being measured against as a company, if they're growing or not growing, I think they're like the wrong metrics for the company. Yeah. Because um, for Facebook, for example, every user has the same weight or the same account as another user. So if Trump has his own personal 
uh, even Page, and he's and he was writing stuff about um, he's writing stuff on Facebook. Then we kind of both have the same exposure potential. He might get more like more resonant because like organically he's being more uh, yeah. more seen, but. But eventually, like, his resonant and mine are the same. On Twitter, it's very different because of Twitter, because you have, like, specific followers. So um, different accounts can actually accumulate different um, different values in terms of, like, the worth of the account. So the same as Instagram. Yeah. But also, in Twitter is the only, account, only platform in the world where people actually just go in and write whatever they want as themselves. Like, Trump doesn't care about his Facebook page. No, nobody ever goes out and uses the Facebook page as a journal. Twitter... Instagram maybe as well but Twitter is like the only place where people like the strongest people in the world the most powerful people in the world will go in and like tweet as if they were like teenagers just saying like well Trump talks as a teenager right? I love yeah. french fries <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's Trump but I think what do you think about the people the people is content creators Content creators lead the conversation in Twitter because most of the people on Twitter not really create new content. They share content by you tweeting. Right. And this is the most important thing. When business come to into the Twitter, they can lead the conversation by, by creating the right content for their target audience. Right. If they know what is the really attract content for their audience, they will can be the lead of the conversation. This is huge thing right. that uh, most of the company... Do it. The big companies understand it and do it. Like Netflix do it like awesome. Yeah, awesome. they're amazing. Yeah, they're amazing on uh, Twitter and they have many big companies like that, but I don't like to look about big companies because they yeah, have a budget they have for it. Yeah, budget for it, yeah. Yeah, they have a yeah we spoke uh, about I, this a little bit before. Yeah. I, like in my, in my perspective, and again, this is not someone who uses Twitter often. Again, I said I um, use uh, Instagram, Twitter for dyslexics, but yeah. um, but, but we talk were talking about, about it before. Like there's, my, my vision of it is that there are reporters, there are people there, no, these are the kind of people that are bloggers. Most people of the US content. people really ask questions on Twitter. Like, if I can take a company or something like that, you can looking for a conversation, as Royce say in his blog about uh, how to looking for a conversation, You have something to... Backlink. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so, you have something that uh, hack how to look at conversations in Twitter. And I think this is the first step for startup. Looking for conversation that already exists in the system. Don't try to uh, make new conversation, new tweet, and try to, new, to engage new people. Try to jump into conversation that already exists and put your value in it. And... Yeah. put a comment in we, we, I, I was giving the, the talk that I gave yesterday for yeah. the community managers I was there people I saw Roy talk for the first time ever <laughs> I met a lot of people who know you by the way from being at your talk they're like oh Roy yeah I think I was at one of his talks yeah. <laughs> and I'm like I've never been <laughs> I talked to him I, I think my to I and think sometimes he stands up and he uh, acts like I'm not there but yeah it's <laughs> Sometimes it just goes into a room. He's just like... Nobody there. <laughs> with a phone up behind him with a small slide. Uh, no, but... Um, yeah, that, so it, Twitter is very interesting in that manner as well, is that this is one of the platforms where you can actually listen. Yeah. If you if you use Twitter well, you listen a lot, and then you jump into the right... Yeah, we call yeah. it the opportunities platform. Like right. You can, because you can learn so much about your, your field, your business, your competitors. Your the, audience. Yeah, but it's interesting you guys are discussing it as if it's a um, Reddit field. Like like a uh, thing feed, sorry. Like a thread. Yeah, like a, thre like a like thread. A, yeah, you guys are talking yeah, like that. But when I look at it, and again, I'm not a Twitter user. I look at it as like lots of little sh 
<laughs> it's so, just sitting. But when I look at it again, I've never seen the platform. I've never right. used the, the. Who knows? All I know is I have a Bluebird. No, no I'm but, but I'm so listen, like, I have a something for you, okay? To jump into Twitter and get okay. better understanding. This is, this is the community. Are you sitting tag? down? Are yeah. you sitting down? Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> it's a podcast. Yeah, people run. No. So we walk it. So, uh, a lot love before Pixel posts in our blog. You see it. Yeah. yeah. Some uh, hack to get notification when new conversation in your area. Uh, in your expertise, get, kind yeah. of thing, in your profession, yeah. Yeah. You, so get a notification for your Slack. So when new conversation in your area, in your expertise, uh, get on Twitter and uh, you can get a notification. Who is it? What is the no, uh, followers number? And you can jump in. In the why in the real time. Okay, that's very cool. Yeah, it's super cool and can be helpful for people to really get better understanding of what is the right topic, how we should talk, but what are we people using the talking right term, about. Just so I understand, is it conversation or a question? Conversation, because the idea is that somebody ah they ask something yeah. and they talk about they ask something, something and then you can jump in and answer. That's like yeah. more like a but core can, thing. I don't think that's a conversation. Like a yeah, yeah, it's like conversation more than. Not like quad. But wait, wait, wait. I think uh, we can. I think we can talk like five hours about Twitter as Twitter because yeah. there's so much missed opportunities there. Yeah. Uh, and I think there's so many good practices that people don't use. And actually, uh, I'm I'm gonna write a post about this. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Roy. Not on Twitter. On Twitter. On Twitter. No, actually, 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 there's a post. Roy, why are you pulling out your computer right now? Are you writing it now during the podcast? <laughs> no, the, like the next hour is like. <laughs> um, no, um, because but, like there's so much value in like Twitter lists and how to handle like the smart lists and how to follow yeah, like yeah. The, and how to engage like with reporters to get more PR and how to engage with influencers. It's like a huge field. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, but I w- think we have a formula for that, you know, for the Twitter and the, all the social media group. But tell me sta- more. Oh. So it starts when you create your profile. First of all, the all the people think that the profile is the most important thing. Yeah, it's important, but not the most one. It's like all the all your conversion rate, okay? When people come to your profile, they if your profile is looking good and you you have a great bio that talk about you, you have a great relevant hashtag that include in your bio mm-hmm. and uh, links and uh, great picture and something like that. So most of the people that come in, they follow you if you're relevant for them. But how you get people to look about your profile? This is the big question. How do you get them into your profile to begin? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So first of all, what I say it's to follow the right people. That you should follow the right people to customize your feed to great uh, to get a uh, great content for you. Okay, right. that's relevant content for you. So if I love content marketing and this is what I do and this is what I like, so I'm follow the most influencer people on content marketing and the small people that do content marketing in a daily basis. So this is yeah. super important for me because this is what I see they do. They share their content, they share the strategy, they share everything, and I can jump in to the conversation. Wait, is this, is this also part of the algorithm of Twitter that would now understand that you're one of them? Because that's what Roy told me with the Instagram. No, it's, it's not the same thing. But um, it's like mental because thing. I hate that because like an Instagram it was like you have to decide what you are and yeah. then follow people like you so that they understand that you're one of them and I was like no 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 I'm yeah, talking about the conversation yeah but what I like is seeing Instagram babes and what I love to do is something <laughs> completely different because I'm not an Instagram yeah. babe no 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 I'm talking about <laughs> no 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 you can stop me now and said no 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 you are amazing thank <laughs> you I appreciate that I have been working on it I love it how you basically said like what I like doing is looking at Instagram babes but the content they put out is family for all yeah that's what I do I'm not gonna lie yeah, keeps no, no. my family together there's nothing weird about Ron understands what I'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing weird about consuming babes and uh, producing content for kids on Instagram right. at the same time. 
There's nothing wrong Shout there. out to Dalton. <laughs> FBI, jump in at any moment. <laughs> I'm sorry, you were in the middle. Sorry. So, um, so you're saying it doesn't have to do with the algorithm. No, no, no. It's not about that. It's, it's just about you being able to research your competitors in well, some way. One of the best practices that we talk about in this is that we usually, like, when you, let's say you get a new startup, you're a company, whatever field you're in. Let's say, I don't know, you can say content marketing because we started yeah. that. The problem with content marketing as an example is that content marketing is so easy that it actually doesn't represent any other segment of, of like uh, online presence. But let's say we do content marketing. So what I would say is like you create a few lists. The one will be like reporters in that That's area. That's one of the best ways yeah, to do and then, it. And so what we, what we do Sorry. for clients, for example, at Stardom, we create like a list of like journalists that are relevant. Mm-hmm. We create a list of like uh, potential partners that are relevant. We create a list of potential audience that might be relevant. And then like, we target like the CEO if he has Twitter, LinkedIn, whatever. So and so then what you can do is that you can actually have the three, four threads you have there, yeah. and you can jump in in the conversation with the rele- relevant people whenever you want because it's like already there. Yeah. Uh, and like so, if you want to target journalists, so it's easy because everybody you'll reply to with that list can help you out. Yeah. You want to be on the focus of all of these people, and I think that what's right for Twitter and Instagram as well is the fact that. You don't get any attention just by staying in your shell, like like being on your profile, focusing on your profile. Mm-hmm. You can post amazing content, as you said, but like, if nobody sees it, yeah. then nobody gets it. Absolutely. So, and the way to engage is, like you said, like finding the, the relevant audience and people that the relevant relevant yeah. audience follow. So when you have the conversation, they'll see you in the conversation. You also kind of add the value to the conversation, but add, by adding your article, sometimes I see like, how do I get more followers to Twitter, like yeah. general? And I wrote the article about that I content about that in our blog how to really get more followers in the right way uh, would, you, would you go straight ahead and like plug in your article or you just no I'm just text? add a comment about basic thing and read more with my content I'm not like post it and don't go people, don't like the other twitterers kind of see this and say oh wait he's just trying to like, get his link in listen if you bring a value in the comment it's not like that but if it's not only, only posting the article it's yeah. like that yeah, okay But wait, you know what, again... Um, you don't want them to just think you're just trying to get your link in. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was thinking. I'm sorry. I'm not, I know. I that, you're like, you know, you don't want people in the community to think you're just trying to get your link in. And yeah. you're like, nah, no. I, first of all, I take them to a date. We go to a movie. We go to the, <laughs> no, I get my link in. Uh, no, wait, wait, wait. I want to I I produce us a little bit. No. Um, and because there's a ton of things we can talk about Twitter. Mm-hmm. Sure. But what I actually want to focus more with you guys is, again, you've been bootstrapping for like seven years. Yeah. You have how many active users? Uh, for the S&P product, somewhere around, uh, the total number of users is above 700,000. Like 700,000. Mainly S&Bs, mainly in the US. That's a crazy amount of users. Yeah. yeah. Especially for bootstrapping, no huge media budget, no... From this Israel. Is Israel and this is him, yeah. Sherelle and Itamar do an awesome job for seven years. It's a bootstrap company that really grew amazingly. I would really love that that I work in a bootstrap company. This is super interesting to both. You know, you don't have a budget to do whatever you want. So yeah. you sometimes try to find new ways in a small budget to do a marketing. For example, Quora. Okay. okay? Um, Quora, for us, it's one of the best channels because most of the people, most of the quality people come from Quora. I do something different with Quora. I, I see the smile. Yeah, I see the hat coming yeah. in. So basically what I do one day, I'm thinking about how, how I am doing marketing on Quora and uh, 
because I see that uh, most of the people that come from the head of Quo that really good and do upgrades and stuff like that, and okay, let's generate more content and see. So like, you, you started by saying, I'm sorry for breaking this yeah. down, because like when people listen to it, I want them to be able to kind of track like your thought process. So yeah. you saw that you, the ads that you do on Quora bring to you a lot of relevant leads that actually Not a lot. The most quality, quality people. Leads. Yeah, this okay. is the point. Okay. That the highest quality. Yeah, leads. the highest quality people. Most of the people that come from Quora, that was amazing. We, you know, with a lot of followers or something like that. And okay, I said, okay, I want more like that. And then I think about content marketing. I would generate more content. And uh, what I do, I go to every topic. You have the top people in this topic, okay? Yeah. Like Twitter, Twitter marketing, you can go to the list, and then you can see the leaders. Okay. And what I do, I'm looking for the leaders that not work in companies, like individual people. And then I reach out to them. Twitter expert. Whatever. Yeah, something like that, or people that really want to... Farmer and Twitter expert. Absolutely, <laughs> something like that. No, really, people that really love to comment about Twitter, or love to talk about Twitter. And then I reach out to them via LinkedIn email, whatever it is, and suggest them to add in the comment that already... They do it already because their leadership in this industry or this topic yeah. and add something, add some value with community mentions. Okay, like you give them to use the product. And yeah, they know the for example, product. if someone asks, uh, how do I see who unfollow me? For example, right. so what I ask from these influ- micro-influencer people that they mention community as a solution for that with a screenshot, with a really high value, and this is works like content marketing really, really well. Because most of the time, most of the question in Quora also work in SEO. So every time I get regis- registration from one answer, every, each answer, you know, if the answer really work high in the SEO, so it's the same thing like content marketing. Right. But it's really good one because, because it's white like people. Long tail, you yeah, traffic, links, absolutely, you absolutely. Traffic. It's based on long tail, and you not have really competitors in this specific key. <laughs> and uh, another thing about Quora is that uh, I don't know if you hear about that, but uh, until uh, 2020, all this most of the search, like 50% of the search, will be voice search. Right. And this will be super cool and super relevant for Quora. If you think about that, now people searching for answer in a different way when they typing uh, answer. Like if if you're looking for answer now, you type like uh, I don't know SEO weeks, for example. Right. You just type this keyword, and then you get some articles. When you search, you can say what is the level of the SEO in weeks. And if you think about that, this is how you wrote. In That's the, how people are already starting to do now. That's, like, yeah. that's a huge growth in people searching that way. Yeah, right. and this is why Quora... Like native questions yeah. will and be the best answer possible because boom. the questions are already fully boom. filled. Okay, got it. Boom. Very nice. Yeah. And if you got... Because I was like, going, where are you going from voice to this? Like, how is yeah. this going? And now I get it. Okay. No. Because when you ask a question in yeah. normal voice, in you don't ask like way, a robot. Yeah. Like, Wix, SEO. Then yeah. That's how my wife talks to me sometimes. I <laughs> but like, yeah, I get it. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, garbage now. I'm like, wait, which, who, what, where, what happened? And should I put this in the garbage or take the garbage out? I don't know. Uh, Do no, it. but I get it. So you're basically saying that all the questions are fully formed there. This means that the results will be more likely to show up. 
It was very cool. Yeah. Because yeah. I already use voice for everything. I use the Google one. Yeah. I use Siri. That's what I'm using at all times. So so going back to the Quora hack, so basically what you're saying is that you're looking for people who are like highly relevant to a topic, like top, answer, uh, whatever. And then you come and then you come back up to them and say, hey, we have this tool. Yeah. yeah wait, can I, can I stop you there? Because that's a, like I, I, there was another hack that we had um, from Elad Levy that, that he was talking about. And I was really interested later. I had this question later. I didn't actually contact him. Because uh, I found out he dated my wife, but uh, that's not, but no, but really, really? I had oh well, yeah, he went on a date with my wife. Oh my god! <laughs> he actually wrote this to me like after the podcast. He was like, "Hey man, just so you know, you have a dash from this, this, this." I'm like a friend from my from high school. I'm like, "Oh okay," and he's like, "He introduced you to your to," and he said my wife's name, Michal. I was like, I was like. Yeah. <laughs> no, my friend from high school introduced me to my wife. Okay. And he, and he apparently went on a date with her before I ever met her. Ah, uh, before oh. that's. So then when yeah, she saw, yeah. it, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. in the middle. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I love them because when these moments happen, like I was open, I was like, oh, this is weird. This dude's chatting with me. Apparently, he knows you. And she's like, oh my god, close your computer. I'm like, what? Throw the computer out the window. I'm like, what? What the fuck is happening right now? I used to be very slutty. No, um, no, but um, going back there. So I had a question there, and I never got to ask it. This now I'm going to ask it now this time. So when you approach these people, how do you approach them? Like, what are you saying to them? I know it sounds very technical, but like for me, it's like you're in a you're in a company. You're asking to mention your company. Do you at that point are you 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 know it might be a little icky? Like, how do you do? Do you make a fake email and you're like, okay, oh, I heard about this company. Like, what is it that you do? So first of all, it's super personal, super personal thing. I'm with their answer and see how they worry about people, how they answer for people, which people they answer, which not, and then I wear something like, hey, Dalio, nice to meet you. My name is Nathaniel. I'm from Community. We have a tool that really can help you to bring more value to the conf- con- to the conversations. Like, if okay. you find really hot topics that relevant to our tool, like followers things, okay? We're like full followers management tools, like who unfollow you, who not follow you back, and all this stuff. And this is super crucial for the American people that to know what is the follower status, okay? Yeah. And most of the people don't really know how to track, how to... So community can help you. This is really bring you value. This is not like advertising. This is really value. So you write that, and then underneath that, on the yeah. second section, you're yeah. like, hey, dude, if it really yeah. does give you value, how yeah. you add so, it? Yeah, and I will pay for you, you know, for and every answer you mention community. And then say, okay, I'm already doing it. I'm can adding a value to the answer. So wait, there's a payment aspect to this or no? Or like, because <coughs> like, it'd be like, cool. It'd be like, hey, dude, could you just write yeah, it? Yeah, no, no. We pay for it. Okay. But it's micro influence. It's not real. No, no, no. I get that. But yeah. that's, that's interesting. Because yeah. like, I would turn around and say like, I'm trying to understand what the barrier for the other person on the other end too. Because like, yeah, you're right. If I get the, I don't even need to pay. If someone gave me a solution on a core question or on some sort of question yeah. to ask someone, and it was really good. And they said, by the way, if you really like the product, post about it. I'd be like more than happy to do it for free. I, yeah. I, have, a, I have a question about But this. Roy does everything for money. No, <laughs> <laughs> but I won't do that. Uh, Sad. Um, so I actually want to ask this because this is something tactical that a lot of marketers get wrong. How do you introduce the money into the topic? Like you, you go in, you say like... First like, of all, I'm talking about the value. How can we work together? The, the money is the last thing that you know, that uh, to, to do it, because I want to measure it. 
I want to see if it's really if it's really worth it. All the the investing to see the comments um, have helped them in the upvote and all this stuff. And this is super important to me to really get better understand of what's work and what not. And I'm asked for like. Uh, not specific link for a specific blog post, but I want to really measure it. And for measure it and to do like in Excel or something like that, you need to pay for that. People work for it. You know, it's a time for people. Yeah, it's like appreciate. It's but, more but like... What I found in the past is that you sometimes can get someone to say, hey, this is the product, use it. If you want to recommend it, recommend it. And they'll be happy to. But sometimes once you say like, hey, we're willing to pay you for this, so if you don't do it the right way, they feel like, oh, wait, no, 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 this is not like, what we do. Okay, so how, okay. How, how, so that's, how do you structure the offer? Because So you get, first of all, what I said to the writer, feel free to do whatever you think. Right. This is your hand. Do, you're the expertise. You know how to say answer. I'm reaching out to you because I know that your expertise. Right. So I really trust you. Okay, so this is the first thing. Okay. The second thing, I say, okay, Keep do what you know, and I will pay for you every time you want uh, and the referral. Yeah. Do you pay them just for posting or for somebody joining you? No, no, no. Just for posting. Okay. Just for posting. They you can send you like a screenshot. Yeah, yeah, and that's it, and that's it. Not more if, than that. And if, for example, here's a scenario that I can imagine happening: it's like somebody who does like no set to bring value, etc., and it's like, oh, I get paid for posting this. They go back and they kind of spam with your link. No, right? no, because, no, no, no. This because is now, not because now their mindset changes. Like, wait, I want to make money from this. How do I post as many times? Do you like what? Ha- what would happen if some of them, one of them would just basically start spamming you? Well, we stop the campaign. Okay. The, this is what I said. The also, first, by the way, he's killing his value. Yeah, no, absolutely. He's already wait, wait, think about himself. that. Micro influencer work really hard to get high rank in their yeah, profile. Yeah, but, but a lot of micro influencers don't know how to manage it once they. They accomplish something. So, for example, you know they've been like doing their thing organically. They've doing this without val- without any um, um, not value, but like without getting anything back from it officially. Mm-hmm. And sometimes once they get this, they they get confused because they go into like, oh wait, I um, we have a relationship with the company. They're treating us well. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're willing to pay for it. How do I how do I manage myself in that situation? Uh, and not all micro-influencers know how to do it. Yeah. Like, on Instagram, you can see that somebody does a crappy Instagram post with your product that you're paying for it. They think they're doing a good job because, oh, I'm paying, so I'm holding this like brand in front of my face, but it's very unnatural to how they behave, and and they don't feel risking their brand because like, they are not sure how to do it right. Yeah, but you can control the throttle. Like You can yeah. tell them, okay, I want uh, three posts uh, this right. week. Yeah. Uh, you, you, don't, you don't give him like, full leverage. Right. If, if you feel like thing. it might go that, to that direction. Yeah. So, so, okay. so by doing that, basically, you get a lot of really good people, influencers, yeah. answering questions that are relevant. They put a link, they get trust, you get leads by it, and then you can scale up your core marketing. Yeah. And, and, and the value of each core action that you make yeah. because these people have more value. And another thing that I want to say, this is, you know, behave like the affiliate. Most of the affiliate don't really know how to do the marketing. Right. So, and the same thing with the micro influence on core. They don't really know how to embed the link with, a, you know, valuable ways sometimes right. because they don't do it for money. It, until now, they don't do it for money and now they're starting. So, what I do, I'm scheduling a meeting with them. 
um, really tell them what I think. We do a brainstorm today, together we, in the affiliate and in the core uh, issues. Yeah. In the same place, I um, just schedule a meeting and tell them, okay, let's think together what we can do to build our marketing strategy. Right. And I think this is one of the values to look at this is a serious company and they want really real value and not like post it like advertising that's it because you, for advertising I'll go for Corites or Endvote or anything like you that you give them a unique URL, like a unique UTM or URL yeah, yeah. And, and and then they just post their unique URL into yeah the and we measure it okay but like it's interesting because like and nobody cares that it's like a unique like other people who are marketers and see a UTM they don't say wait this link is weird no and uh, no, it's not it's not look like that it's not but you can always shorten it and yeah we have short ones if it's really long one we do it short like bitly or something like that and we hide it okay so you Can, uh, so you use bit.ly to shorten it bit.ly or something like that we have, yeah, <laughs> we, have, we have something for our company it's actually a very smart thing to do if you have like an affiliate program yeah. because, because the thing that most affiliates fuck up with is that when you see a link that's like amazon.com slash yeah. Roy Pobardi yeah. like, oh wait that sounds like he's trying to sell me something yeah. Yeah. but if you can mask it that's actually very smart yeah bit.ly or community um, or something like that so, so our uh, shortener is like kind of tagged as the community so yeah. as the, and as the product itself pixel so. and uh, right so Like so, okay, so this is like your basically influencer strategy. Yeah. And you've done some really interesting automations through Twitter itself as well, right? When yeah. it was possible. When yeah. it was possible. <laughs> yeah, right. so, so as, as we talked about a bit earlier, uh, like social media has been changing rapidly, like in the, in the last year, year and a half. Yeah. Uh, so what we've done in the first years uh, was doing uh, a lot of... Um, A lot of marketing uh, while using our existing users we are a freemium product our SMB product is a freemium uh, based product so we use the free product to get more the free users to get more users so for example each engagement they, they, that they made from within the product we added a suffix powered by community via community stuff like that kind of like the like ads on Twitter would be like yeah. on Twitter yeah like if for example I'm a free user in community and I'm contacting you and say hi what's up it will be it will be powered by community at the end So we got a lot of traffic to it, and we added some automation on top of it. For example, like campaigns saying, these are the top people in my community, and hey, John and David, like helping the business from one hand, growing the amount so of engagement. So like every, every week an account, a free account would tweet something like, these are my top followers for this and week. Automation and without any time. These yeah. are my top followers. And for them, for the free user, it, it helps him build a relationship in a more scalable way. For us, we get the free. Right. The free Because everybody kind of favorites that, yeah. kind of like, Get, retweet it yeah. thanks for including me in your list whatever yeah. Yeah. and then like every market it's a good way to start a conversation right. for, for the small businesses because it's very hard for them to start right. a conversation to join the conversation so this is what we've done in the first year it went uh, very well but as I mentioned in the last year and a half the policy is completely changing this is now almost illegal to do it mm-hmm. so we stopped doing it And so uh, this is something interesting I think we, we can spare a minute to talk about because sure. two things one how did you get to the idea of doing the automatic tweets mm-hmm. and second is the fact that you again when every marketing tactics change but when you do like guerrilla marketing or you do more like a viral yeah. approach 
it changes so rapidly because even virus like something is working then it's not working yeah, especially when you look at the seven gone. years like yeah. uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's ages yeah so so we got into it actually not from the marketing perspective but from the value perspective for the end user because the SMB product started with really small businesses these are people like your 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 barbershop or a guy from the pizzeria who has a right. Twitter account and he's trying to build his business and he's not a social media savvy he's not a, like a marketer right. and stuff like that and he doesn't for him like to start the conversation the conversation to get into the conversation to find even the most people to talk with it's really hard so at the beginning we started giving them like these are the people you need to talk to start a conversation with them but it's also hard so I said okay let's do the automation we'll give you like a generic text we'll pop the, com- the conversation they will reply right. to you and you will take it from there so that's where the automation started and then said well look it got some it has good traction good engagement let's let's put our brand in the end right. because uh, because we're a freemium we're, we're bootstrap and we need to get something out of it okay interesting and then so, the policy change and then the policy change and, and then the cut policy all change. this automation and, campaign uh, yeah, what so did you do like once you saw it change and it cuts out like all your we get some okay we get sweat yeah like one person in the office is put to death yeah. <laughs> usually the virgin <laughs> <laughs> which we laugh at before <laughs> uh, so, so first of all it took it, the changes it, they were It wasn't instantly. It took some time till the network made the, the changes and then till we made the changes on our end. And then luckily for us, we had enough traction like to ride the wave. So this gave us the initial push. So we had to ride the wave. So we need to make significant changes from within the product. And did, to you, find did you look for another viral loop you can create? Yeah, we, yeah, all, we also all looking for viral loops because we truly believe that If you're a freemium business, you need to find a way to utilize the free users. Do yeah, I, I, th- I think free users are like, they have to pay somehow. Yeah, yeah. That is spe- so you, have, you either pay by distribution, you either pay like... Uh, yeah, because I look at friend. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. even if you have like the best conversion from free debate, will be I don't know three percent, like four percent. It's like ah, yeah. uh, but and and for us, there's also lots of technology like bringing all the data, saving it, analyzing yeah. it. They they need to pay, so we don't want to do like a premium, go into the system, take 14 days, and then leave, because we already brought them in. They're using the, we they're getting value. Right. So what well, one one of the. One, one of the tactics we use at stardom with some for clients is that we put a date where you, when we say okay this is the nurture funnel this is when I know that the user is going to go into the not converting bucket like not it's a, not every user is a potentially paying client yeah, yeah. most of them aren't yeah um, so so there's a there's a sweet spot where you go and say like, okay I want to give value give value give value I want to encourage them to convert there's a certain point where we say okay this person with the With the current state of the product where we at pricing yeah. so it's not going to convert yeah but we have another thing to do with that no and, and, and then and then it's okay if this person doesn't convert then my nurture funnel is uh, referrals or viral nurturing yeah. I want to nurture this person. Or something. yeah I want to nurture this person to start inviting more people yeah. and to yeah. share more stuff yeah and that's like the conversion I want to get from them like, yeah. and they go into a different bucket yeah so this is what we do uh, structured within the product like right. you, you <clears throat> you get a limitation <clears throat> sorry 
you get a limitation, so you, do, you can either upgrade, you don't want to upgrade, okay, maybe invite like five of your friends or mm. share this tweet about us. Or you know what, maybe write a review of, about us. Right. And then you get some, yeah. some benefits yeah. within product. This is like one of the, our community activity. Mm. Uh, usually every week I do some uh, activity for our community. Um, for example, the reviews, what he mentioned about, we have like Love Community. Love Community is an awesome campaign mm-hmm. that work really every week. If you go to our uh, Twitter activity feed, mm-hmm. you can see every week, like, uh, if you love community, just send them DM with Love Community. And what, what really happened is that they send us a DM with Love Community. We send back, like, do you love community? Okay, great. You want a free upgrade? So uh, if you want a free upgrade, just reply. They reply, I want a free upgrade. Yes, for sure. So I say, okay, so put a review in this website, and you will get a, a free upgrade. Perfect. Yeah. And then I get tons of review every day, and the upgrade, it's like T1. It's right. like not the tier two of the business, but they get something. Yeah, they get something. Like they unlock more potential. Yeah. They become better users. Yeah. yeah. So we do it for blog posts, uh, the same thing. Like uh, if you want to expand your exposure, so send us a DM and we ask for them if if they want to really to get more uh, exposure for their relevant followers. So we ask to share some blog posts we have, and then we, we tweet it to our followers. We have more than uh, 4,000. Uh, right. We have a lot of followers, so we, we, we tweet it, and this has helped them to grow on Twitter. And this is like community for the free users. How we really use them for marketing, and this is really maybe we want to... Uh, achieve more uh, interest. It's really cool. Like, but yeah. You know, it's yeah. like the funny thing, like, I always appreciated at Wix when someone who was a Wix user utilized, utilized like, the fact that he built his website on Wix yeah. to yeah. contact Wix and say, hey, guys, I'm a comedian, I'm an upcoming comedian, and I'm, uh, I have a Wix website. I think it looks really great. Please check it out. And if there's anything that I can do with you guys at a campaign or anything like that, yeah. I'd be more than happy. And you're like... Genius, yeah, just yeah. genius. They used yeah. him for like a, a testimonial campaign because they mm-hmm. said, "Oh, here's a guy, really funny, good footage, good uh, images, good stuff on his website. It looks great." Yeah, they do a lot do of it. shout outs. Like, yeah. yeah, it's like why not? And then all of a sudden, this guy gets what he wants, and Wix gets a good-looking person that they can put on their yeah. Other yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's more authentic. Genius. Like when yeah. you bring yeah. the, the average yeah. Joe who's been using your product. Yeah. And of course, we change the story to like a life-threatening story, but that made it make more sense. But yeah, a lot of small, medium businesses. This like the hack on the other hand. Yeah. Uh, I think that if you have a small business and using a product, you should go in and offer testimonials for every product or service you use because it gets two things. One, SEO perspective, you get a link, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but second is, like, if nobody knows you and you're a user of a tool and you might be, like, represented on a website, when you see when you see a company, you see a, um, a tool or a software, whatever, online, and then you see, like, testimonials or company logos and you see a logo that you don't know, you assume you don't know, but they're big yeah. or they're interesting. Yeah. And you might click it. And yeah. one of the things that we do, again, as that stardom, is that we go and like, we actually look at this, the marketing stack of a company and say, okay, let's, like, if, like, let's write a testimonial from this company to all these products. Like, if MailChimp would ever put us on a testimonial, that's amazing, mm-hmm. right? Um, 
I did this with Jim Hoffman. How how far do you go? Do you like send them a book of several images of you, and then like <laughs> like one testimony that's short just because they want to use it on the back of a business card, and another one that's really long just because they want to put it on the website? Like one, one with a video, one with a video. Like a one with a video. I'm not <laughs> one with a video. Yeah, I'm like I love using it. Like yeah. like a fifteen second, a thirty second, and a full minute. <laughs> we, we we don't even do the videos. We do we, we did one video. And there's we implement the face on somebody else on the face. Nice. <laughs> Look how happy this guy is running yeah. in the field with your yeah. boy's I, face. I, 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 I'm just, I'm just sad that we used Fiverr and now we have like a goat saying that all the time. Like, you know the goat screaming with Roy's face on it. Mailchimp. Mailchimp. You know what? If I was Mailchimp, I'd use that. Of course. That'd be amazing. <laughs> but, uh, but, if you, but if you saw this, um, so for example, with uh, Jim Hoffman, who was one of the, one of the highest ranking mentors for tech stars worldwide, like the US, and he helped work with eBay and stuff like that. So he wrote a book called The Growth Playbook. Mm-hmm. And like his ads, they have my testimonial. You see my fucking face, like on nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. but what he did it was very, very smart. He said like, "Hey, if you send me a screenshot of the review, the review you put on Amazon, I'll send you like an extra course, an extra episode, chapter of my book, whatever." This is very look like what we do. Yeah, yeah. 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 So the idea of the, like the idea of leveraging people. So I think a lot of companies get it wrong because they start with a very cold audience. Yeah. They're like, you don't know us, but if you write a review, and then it's like everything is first of all really low conversion rate. Yeah bad reviews because they don't know your product yeah. but uh, a lot of co- a lot of companies miss out on saying wait these are people who are engaging with me how do I deepen the engagement they go for like who doesn't know me I want to get them yeah. instead of saying how do I deepen the engagement I already have we do it not just for the review thing we do it also for the affiliate marketing right. for example I'll put an IM image for the last you know affiliate what they earn and what the well, it was the last month or something like that, and I send like send us in the DM your email address to join to the affiliate right. program, and then I take the affiliate, you know, the email address. This is what I really need. Take it, do it by myself, and put the address, register them, everything else, and then I send it in the DM all the de- all the details they need and the link, the affiliate link. Direct to the DM. The next message include the the, the link, and right. they. Could, they can start it in th- this minute to start affiliate right. and this is increase our members of affiliate marketing of and this is super cool um, this is one of the ways I think that community you should use it you should really manage it every day you should post a content every day you have uh, many different ways to post a really great content in uh, Twitter one of them it's by Twitter ads by Twitter ads allow you to post awesome content, awesome tweet via cards, you know, cards, yeah. things. So text, video, yeah. So you can go to the creative thing, to creative section and create cards, okay? And you can post it as organically, not as an ad. And you can schedule. Mm, a right, co- so you can like you create the, you yeah. create a card, but you don't use the ad. You just yeah, you just post it. Yeah. And this oh, is wait, 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 this, I'm a little lost. What's a card? <laughs> you know, you know, Twitter ad. Twitter when you ad. Ad. Oh, yeah, yeah, I heard of this thing with the bird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Just making sure where we had it. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was like a pet store thing. Anyway. So, <laughs> every creating section that you can uh, create a, a card. 
okay? What's and a card? So card, card is like adding more visual to the tweet. Yeah. You add, okay. You, you have the when I put a link for a video, I show it with like a little box on the bottom of my tweet, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but this is when the destination, if you put a link in the destination, as implemented card, it's like yeah. the open graph on oh, Facebook, Most like of them tags. don't do it. So they don't do it. So, most, so you're actually opening a card allows you to put that box there. Yeah. yeah. And, and you're you saying that I can use the, the builder that they have for campaigns for yeah. to just make it and then just... Yeah, so you yeah. create the nice. ad, but... Don't but tell Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. But this is one of the best way to schedule a really great post that really converts more clicks. Because you post you customize the click you customize the how it look like you post any photo you want you customize what is the h1 what is the title of the title of the card and then you just adding a text and you can schedule it from the Twitter ads and this is awesome I yeah. schedule every week like all the blog posts we recently post and this is work really great and also what I like it's when organic tweak work really well I added to campaign that already wants because mm-hmm. Twitter ads is super cheap right. really super super cheap the average CPC is like 0.23 yeah. cent like nothing really was it and uh, I think that Twitter ads in general it's an awesome platform very easy to use and uh, you have a lot of targeting um, strategy that you can do like targeting by career like people who do marketing or marketing in business or something like that you can go drill down very very specific people Instagram babe let's <laughs> <laughs> start tweeting uh, yeah but on Twitter it's really really specific people and you can really see what's going on every minute the dashboard looks really great I love the Twitter every time they add something new like recently they launched a new feature that do a remarketing for people that see your ad but not really engage to try to to attract yeah to engage them again and something like that and more things like that feature that really I really recommend to work with Twitter the first campaigns will be really nothing but you not really go to pay for it a lot so it's really worth it and then when you know who is target who is your target audience when is the right time so this is crucial thing to publish in the right time to do optimize by times by location you will see awesome results really we have a, a lot of really campaigns that do great result uh, because the main audience use our main audience use Twitter so Twitter as it's like the best platform for us for ads they also ads in uh, Google AdWords for sure um, but uh, you know when you do it on Twitter I think it's better for us it's better can I before Roy I know Roy likes to do this that when we get close to the end of the podcast he's like before we end the podcast I have like three or four insanely data driven <laughs> yeah. questions uh, before we get to that just a small question is like bootstrap company because this is something I'm, I'm uh, interested in because it's a, it's very cool you guys are like a phoenix like it's yeah. like what the you more like a masochist, but yeah, <laughs> a phoenix. Yeah, more it's more sexy. Rare yeah. flower. I don't yeah. know. Anyways, but like <laughs> the flower again. Yeah, we, we, we yeah. yeah I kind of yeah. like. I bring it back. Anyways, <laughs> no, but um, I want to just ask all the different things that you're talking about are all amazing, and and marketing people would call them hacks, and you know, like there are all these amazing techniques to kind of engage with people and create content. Get um, as a bootstrap company, how, how do you deal with like or? Or is it relevant to deal with branding efforts, branding campaigns? 
or is that like not something that that like I think that first of all I'm asking this because I'm, again Roy is usually the, you know, I'm the data and the content and thingy people and I'm usually like the creative I want to do some wild campaign that shows something really weird that gets into everyone's mind and they think about your brand so I'm like wondering just as a bootstrap thing like I know that it's it's tough to spend money because you usually want you're, everything you're doing is like I spend a dollar I need to make seven you know I do <laughs> yeah so like, a, I think that's one of the it may, it's being bootstrap as many disadvantages and some advantages but like for example like in a marketing point of view and we, might, we never talked about earlier but I'm a developer I'm not a marketer so, yeah. so it's hard for me but, but you're uh, you know one of the top people so it yeah. makes sense that you're involved <laughs> with the decision making you know yeah. like it's yeah, like, yeah. So, it's like uh, hey we're gonna throw a million dollars at this then you'd be like yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah so so bootstrapping is kind of hard like focusing on stuff that hasn't have direct ROI like we you, we're very keen about what we're spending and what's what's the ROI that we're getting from it, and it affects everything in the company. We're going to develop a new feature. Okay, how, how much people are going to pay for that? We, it's it's keep you very business oriented. You and I think when you're doing B two B, it's maybe in a marketing point of view, it might be considered a bit of a disadvantage, but in the business point of view, if you're a B two B business, you need to be measured by dollars get it into the company and being bootstrap forces you like to feel every dollar uh, in the SMB product every time a user pays all of our phone rings like we have to it like a special tongue nice. and like everybody in my family like we'll sit down in a shishi dinner and my friend did it and so my grandma said oh another paying customer so nice. and your kids are going to use that against you when they just you know stop getting playstation <laughs> you only paid five dollars <laughs> you only paid five dollars it's no, monthly like recurring she wanted to hear too that <laughs> yeah, yeah but, but you feel it it's like the pulse of what? the company yeah. it's like really funny thing the kids like why does my ringtone suck but the ringtone for money being made sounds amazing <laughs> <laughs> yes. because, because this is money adding up this is you training this is it. you training it. that's yeah. right it's like you're saying wah 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 <laughs> <laughs> happy ringtone sad ringtone son now go like, go away <laughs> yeah go go make your own good ringtones yeah yeah. so pay for your ringtone <laughs> winners son <laughs> no so so what you're saying is that that's part of the thing with being bootstrap is that you need to be creative in finding ways of doing campaigns that are always going to be bringing in money. Dollar spent, dollar brought in. Yeah. In a relatively short In comparison page, yeah. to people who make tons of money like the, from investment and they're just like, let's do a Super Bowl. Yeah. And you're like, ah. This is <laughs> you. You're so What? There are many companies who do Super Bowl. I was talking about Squarespace. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, you're talking oh. about Super Bowl commercial. <laughs> we don't want to just talk about that. saying. <laughs> <laughs> We love uh, companies doing Super, Super Bowl commercials. Super Bowl, money, yeah. Super Bowl commercials is, is uh, the only is thing left money. on TV that people. No, no, watch. but we said like we, we define it as like fuck you money. Like this is money. Like we have money. Fuck you. It's like when people it's, wear like they're, they're not making really good money, but they have but clients that are high end and they buy an expensive talk watch. About that. You know, you buy expensive. Like people want to talk about this commercial not really to talk about sometimes people do the commercial for the NFL the Super Bowl whatever yeah. it is just to people talk about the yeah, water that, yeah but this is why we call it fucking yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. money because yeah, it's it's like, money. I don't need that expensive watch I, that's yeah, like yeah it's, it's like I can spend that money 
basically not caring about ROI but spend yeah. $4 million dollars on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's like fuck you money. Like, yeah, we, we've got money. Like, fuck that. Yeah. This is a fuck. This is the... Yeah, in the, sense, in the sense that you don't directly money, understand don't how much money is coming back. Uh, this is yeah. a, and you're not a great really example to what bootstrap company can, can do. Never. Yeah. Do. Yeah. Never. Yeah. Because um, we really, really measure yeah. everything. But we sometimes really put some more money when it's work. Yeah, of course. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. When it's well, if it scales you up, then yeah. it's an investment. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. This but is you're tracking it, and right. that means yeah. it's part but of the decision. I want to ask... I want to ask... Here comes... Royce, Royce no, it's, I don't think it's... No, no, it's okay. You can do your, your <laughs> you know... <laughs> we call it the... Question. I'm going to make and an also, audio for this. Also Royce Jonathan. Thunder. <laughs> thunder <laughs> questions. And also... Royce Thunder questions. Royce Thunder questions. Also, no, we're running out of time, so I want to... Because... Everything you do is money spent. Like, if you take the time to think about a viral loop, you, you develop that. So, it's easy to think about ads as like, oh, I put $100, how much yeah. do I get back? Um, but eventually, you going to, and talking to like a bunch of influencers on Quora, stalking them on Quora, posting <laughs> like a product. <laughs> uh, following them home. Yeah, following them home. <laughs> Tagging it their takes account. a lot of time. <laughs> yeah. Right, it takes a lot of time. Um, How do you go about measuring or how do you go about kind of planning those kind of, of campaigns that are not going to take $100 per yeah. se, but they're going to take like two, three, four, ten days of work time, which is worth even more than like $100? Yeah. Uh, it's like content marketing, you know, when you take a content and you really want to really embed it, it takes time. If you get, even if you get a guest blog post, it's also get time to review the content. So also, but what I do to really take the time, it's really to minimum. <laughs> so what I do, I create a template that work for me. I have a basic template. I change it by the, you know, by the... Excel script. Yeah, like something like if I talk to core influencer, I have a template for it. This is the basic. I change it, but personally, by the people... To save time. Yeah, to save time, but basically I have everything in templates. I have doc <laughs> that include all my email templates or all, all my, you know, reviews, something like that that I want to look about it. Mm-hmm. I just paste it. And that's it. For example, yeah. I can do... I know how much people I can achieve in one day, for example, for Quora. I know how much uh, how much uh, guest blog posts I can review in a day. How do you keep track of it manually? Do you have an automation? Do you have a dashboard? Basically, I do it manually, okay. to be honest. And so like Quora, the new, new clients coming from those URLs today, 10, and you know you do it for a while. You know that we base yeah. around average yeah. 10 new users I know the drill. Yeah. And on the drill, so it's kind of like... In terms of measurement, we are very, very directed. We, yeah. We also lots of, from Google Analytics to our own admin and dashboards and lots of... Head are, are you using, are you using like, uh, are you using Tableau or using one of those? Or no, no, no. Develop we're your much own? Than that. No, we, we're using like Intercom. It's, okay. very, it's been very helpful. But it's not, it's, not the, the, it's not the exact same purpose, like Intercom yeah. and Tableau. Yeah, yeah, no. For Tableau, we use Google Analytics and we have our own uh, dashboard, which is like connected to everything. Tableau is like firm. Yeah. Big yeah, brand. it's crazy expensive. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you basically have like your Talk own... Them, it's not cheap. <laughs> no, no, but it's not... <laughs> no, 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 it's like, like, like $800, $1,000 like a day or whatever. I don't know. It's like... It's like crazy expensive. And then if you actually have data, it's even more expensive. Yeah, but... but <laughs> And then if you actually use the product after... You're just being when someone asks you that on the podcast. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah, the blow. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's like basically they don't ask you for a credit card. They ask you for your bank account and yeah. they say like if you have positive, they just take... Yeah, they take whatever's above the zero. What's in your pocket? I'll take that. I'll take that. But you know, also, it's a thing that the bootstrap company, what tool they use. 
Yeah, because yeah. yeah. First of all, you have to be you have to keep uh, costs low, yeah. and this is one interesting thing because I think a lot of those companies when they kind of um, price themselves say, okay, if a company has seven hundred thousand users, they probably raised five million, ten million dollars. Yeah. And they have money. Like they, their marketing stack is worth a lot of money, which is not always true. Yeah, yeah. you're probably um, like on the website when they ask you, "What is the size of your company? How many employees?" But they you have? Did it. Yeah, and you just want. You're like, "Where's the part that says bootstrap or not?" Yeah. <laughs> Damn it! Yeah, but this is when when somebody says like, "How many employees do you have?" They're asking you like, yeah. "Is your like how big is your company?" Yeah, they don't yeah, care yeah, about course. employees. They assume that if you're 200 companies, you have money. Yeah, like they they don't assume your ROI negative. Or uh, well, the most so startups just are lie on that. They just lie. It go like yeah. two employees. Yeah, yeah. We work with still, you know, just measure it. If it's really worth it, you see, if it's really worth it, we we thinking about that. We measure it. We see if it's right. really helpful, and then we choose if we continue with that. But you said you're using Google Analytics. Um, do you use it to track uh, in product action as well? No. Yeah. 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 Also. Yeah. We have, we, have, we have some overlapping, like for in-product action, the best thing is our own dashboard because it really combines like the value that the product gave for the user, like how many statuses we analyzed to him. Uh, but we, so we have several products measuring what's going on inside the product, both right. in, in like marketing and sales. And uh, we have the product that monitoring outside so for analytics it's mainly for outside inside we're using analytics intercom we use it for inside sales like pop doing yeah. limitation our own dashboards and other services that right. we use um last question this is real last in question. the roy thunder <laughs> question <laughs> segment i want you to add a so for example like you you know uh, how much what's the lifetime value of a Quora, a Quora user versus somebody who came through like a Twitter hand like a, through a Twitter chat do you know like the lifetime value or like the or the or like the yeah the cost yeah. of so for us it's a bit tricky because when we're talking about paying customers what we do also one of the stuff that we need, that we learned that we need to do as a bootstrap company is pay for a year in advance because you don't want to wait for the money we need the money now so yeah. so the, so for the pay for paying customer the lifetime value begins like at a full year so yeah. it's at yeah. least a year and right. since we've been around for a while we have customers what channel converts the best like uh, over seven it's years, it's, it's it's always changed. Last, yeah. it's always changed. I'm gonna I'm gonna attack it. Last <laughs> last six months. Last, last six months. Edward what the best. Works well, the best. For the, for this time Still now, Edwards yeah. will work in well. Terms of cost effective in terms yeah, of yeah, because now we built full funnels that talk mm. with the same text, with the same picture, with the same everything until the upgrade. Okay. So the now same. So now everything like, is the same. Like the text, the, the picture, everything look like the same, and then the upgrade come. Right. So like, the, so now like the bidding makes sense. It's a good sales funnel. So you have like that one small machine yeah. working for you. Yeah. Right? And so in Edward, I love that he said that so much because there's so many different companies where I like we come up with the creative or whatever for Facebook, and they like, like, yeah. like we don't care. We'll just put a put a random landing page, and I'm like, no, 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 no. no. gotta have the story. If this is saying this, this we have dynamic this, text. Keep going. We have dynamic oh, text that. Yeah. Changed by the URL of the keyword. The keywords. I take the, the 
first of all, what I do is keyword research. For the AdWords, it's keyword research. Take the long tail, not the bird, because mm-hmm. it's super hard and the competition is super high. Yeah. And then I take the specific keyword and then I put it in the title. And then in the title, it's go to the landing page. The landing page after that, go to the pop-up in the intercom, awesome. into the product, inside of the product. And then you will see it also sometime in the billet page, the, the keyword, when you're starting the funnel. And this is, for now, this is the best channel, which why to acquire it's also really the most ally, if I can say, because we pay one time for the answer and we get all over the time awesome upgrades and uh, free... Yeah, because a lot of people discover that. Yeah, and we pay for one time for this answer. And we get it from uh, many registrations, Quora, it's really... Cool. I love it. <laughs> what's, the, what's the most surprising, except for Quora, what's the most surprising channel? that's been working for you? Um, the most surprising one. Actually, I don't know what is really surprising because we work really close and out of every channel. Um, so I know from the beginning if it's really successful or not. No, but is there a like for me, Quora was a surprise. Yeah. For I, think, all, like, I think it's not a direct channel, but I think what also you mentioned you're doing in, in your company is like utilizing the free product to also gain positive reviews. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like uh, you're uh, amazed on how many people are corrup- uh, cooperative when it comes to like saying, "Hey, you're using the product for free. Yeah. Share it," and they're like, "Yeah, that's fine. Like, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll give actually, you my account. I'll give yeah. you." Yeah, yeah, we actually have a page saying you're a free user. His way can do to gain more yeah. more abilities in the product. Write a review on G2 Crowd. Okay, you get this for free right? Right. And, and you push because sometimes as you mentioned for users it's easier to write a review than to actually pay for you right. so this was surprising because there was a time when you said okay we want to uh, put our product a bit and our branding a bit so, and we want better reviews so let's utilize the free product right. the free users cool so you, you, utilizing dope. your free users is I think an, an amazing overtake somebody can take from this episode yeah, yeah. working like uh, with people who know your product a little bit and getting them to engage with you and what I love about this is that you don't turn this into like an advocacy you don't turn this into like a huge thing you just like add it naturally into the product so it's scalable uh, it's it also feels natural because you don't have to do the ask all the time yeah, we also um, use our Twitter account like we once a week we publish on our Twitter account do you enjoy our product you want to get yeah. some free stuff if you could just write a review and we'll get this and this so it's very I love yeah. very it's streamlined on, on real like user passion yeah no it also doesn't feel any corruption from like money and issues and blah 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 but it's yeah. still yeah. when I'm using your I'm product I'm happy well. to use it I'm fine with yeah. money as well as long as the people who recommend or review are real people and give you like real value. no but I feel like when, when you're you when you're in the product for more yeah. professional I feel like when product. you're in the product and you're getting something from the product and you're willing to do an effort for that, that means you enjoy the product and you want more. Yeah, you want more yeah, good yeah. That's just different like, yeah. than money because it's still part of this conversation of what, you, what you love. And most of our followers is our users. I'm not only a follower. <laughs> I'm a user. <laughs> uh, guys, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thanks. Thank you, thank you for having so insights. Yeah, no, really. Well. We can do a whole episode of just uh, uh, bootstrap just the Twitter just this maybe we can do the idea I, I'm going to push it in the episodes so and now we're going to have to do it that's, um, that's that's me hacking my ideas into the show <laughs> that do a theme about like a show about bootstraps and bring in like a bunch of bootstraps company interesting yeah. while we uh, and the main theme is that we drink talk bootstrap and it's a three hour long drink episode. out of a boot <laughs> I'm with you boy we drink out of a boot and talk about straps yes so, thank you for making this awkward a little bit. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> thank you for making this awkward for everybody. So thank you so much for joining us. Uh, so much so amazing nice. insights. I think this is the first episode where somebody really focuses on Twitter as well. Um, and I think there's so much to learn as a bootstrap company. Actually, as any any marketer who's trying to get more users. Um, so thank you so much for being here. Jonathan, do you want to do that? If you like us, review If you like this episode, like, share, subscribe, uh, tell a friend, force a family member. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, send us DM. (laughs) Yeah, you can DM us, share this. Um, Tell us you love us. Tell us you love Rise. And, oh, please give five stars on Apple and I don't know if Spotify has it. Everybody just cares about it. And what Apple? Okay, so please give five stars on Apple. (laughs) We already have it, but more people, the more the better. Yes. All right, guys. Thank you. And see you again next time. Or here you can have I always messed up on that one. All right, bye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>